The Brute Strength Podcast. With Hobbs and Danks. That's so that's so funny. We were super late because we were discussing Sean Casey's hair. It legit looked like a mohawk. But I thought not. it was. Huh. I was like, that's Rob Dibble. It's got to be. It's a fucking like, mohawk. What wow, someone's fuck going through a serious midlife crisis. Right. Then he realized it's just gray. What are the fucking 50-year-old <laughs> dudes rocking a mohawk, you know? Sean Casey, man. You know, I started a, I started a character in MLB The Show. Yeah. I'm in the Pirates organization nice. playing for the Altoona Curve right field. Sweet. And I basically have no power. Oh, you chose like a no power guy? Well, I chose because you get to choose the kind of hitter. Yeah, you I shoot? went. Uh, I went like pimp defense because I just want to. Ho- I just want to hose guys down because defense is super fun. Oh, now you like it? Defense is great. Yeah, because last time we talked, you hadn't figured out how to play D in the offense. Oh yeah, yet. no, you I figured like it, it out. Well, okay. I, f- I realized that. You just never, like, when you're that young, you can't throw it to a base. Just throw it always to always the cutoff the guy. Because even if the cutoff guy throws the guy out, you get all the accolades for it. Oh, you do? Yeah, and okay. every time you throw it, it's basically accurate. So, yeah. like, you build up your accuracy pretty oh, okay. quickly. So, so ba- build up the fundies. Yeah, but it's great when you just, like, run into the wall and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I have no power. I'm like Sean Casey. I can hit. I just hit so all you, the place. Okay. Like just warning track power. Are you fast at least? I'm quick. Yeah, oh, okay. Quick. So you yeah. can like lead off and steal yeah. base. Are you any good at stealing bases and shit? Yeah, you know, it's hard though. You have to yeah. learn how to read a pitcher. Yeah. And the problem is you get one pitch because it's. Oh, that's it, right. Yeah, right. It's situational. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's steal a base. See, I'm always a slugger. Yep. And when I do that, and then mm. so this is like whatever the last one I bought. And so I have like 40 speed, and they fucking tell me to steal. I'm like, nope. <laughs> right. I'm like, why? Like, it's, it's going to hurt my ratings. But right. then I get like a negative rating for not stealing, for like blowing off the sign. Right. Like, and why like, are they asking you to steal? Yeah, like, I shouldn't steal. Is it going to be a hit and run? Uh, it no, should it's say. Like it says steal. It uh, says yeah, steal I was going to say, if bag. it's hit and run, it should right. say like hit and run steal. But I'm like 6'5, yeah. 240. Right. Literally zero reason. You're like fucking Rob Deere out there. I'm a 6'5, 240 switch hitter, yeah. man. Like, I'm not here to steal bases. Exactly. Here to fucking mash. Baseball's fucking great this year. Baseball is good this year. It's weird because, like, no one's scoring any runs. The ball's all fucked up. But yep. at the same time, like, baseball's fun. <laughs> right. I don't know why I'm enjoying it so much. It might be because the Sox are so fucking <laughs> that bad, That does too. help, man. Like, they love – I love watching the Sox lose. I fucking love watching how, them um, How homerific have the homerific callers been this year? No. Not, not, no, not callers. No, I don't mean yeah, callers, but no, uh, callers are uh, the play-by-play guys. Oh, I Will, I listen to the Will games, is yeah. fucking brutal. It's yeah. unbelievable. I mean, like lately, he's actually acknowledged the team's not very good. He's been getting pissed mm-hmm. and stuff. But like everything, like a Red Sox player does, is the best thing that's ever happened. Like, you want to feel like you're on acid? Watch a Red Sox game on TV and listen to Will call it because the two things are not the same. <laughs> You'd be like, "Am I tripping my balls off here?" Because this is not what's happening on the screen. It's I remember fucking we, amazing. We talked about it on the show. When it happened, it was like early last year, and Bogarts was off to a good start. But Mike Trout was off to before he got hurt. Oh, was yeah. off to Oh, he had another one of these MVP. And I just remember, yeah. I remember he was doing a game with Rob Bradford, and Will's like, oh, I, I, I don't, I couldn't even imagine anyone votes against Xander Bogarts as the as the MVP this year. This is, mind you, this is like April, right? You know, yeah. or May, and and Rob Bradford's like. Well, you know, Mike Trout's having a pretty good year. Like you can tell, he just right. wouldn't be like, "Are you nuts?" He had one. <laughs> so he had one. He had. He's had so many. Yeah. The when they first traded Mookie, didn't matter because they had the best trio in baseball with fucking Devers, Bogarts, yeah. and JD. Of course, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah. Last year, Matt Barnes was best closer in baseball. That's that's right. Yeah. And, and yeah. again, it was like Bradford was with him. I was like, well, you know, Chapman's having a pretty good year too. You know. And fucking, and this was earlier in the year yeah. before, like, the sure. wheels had fallen off completely for Barnes yet. And Will's like, I don't know, man. Like, easily hands down the best closer in baseball. Right, right. It's like, ah. mm. I don't know. And then this year, two of them, um, they got stumped by Manaya 
the pitcher Manoa, Manoa from uh, from oh Toronto. Alec Manoa, my boy, yeah, yeah, Mountaineer, the big fat kid, yeah, so from, big. So I think it was that game. I might have the game wrong. I might have the pitcher wrong. But he they, was nasty, but they got game. like Gaussman shut them down too. Yes, it was. Anyway, whoever they whoever. Oh no, it was Otani the other night with the Angels. Oh yeah, the day game. Otani yeah. had the best stuff he's ever had in his entire career, and that's why they lost. He literally said, "This is the best stuff Otani's ever had his entire career." And that's why they lost that game. Best stuff of his entire fucking career in some meaningless game in April in fucking Boston. Like, that's incredible to me. Hav, I haven't watched a lot of Red Sox this year. I actually bought, I did end up buying the package for the Orioles. Yeah. Um, so I, I caught some of the Orioles Red Sox games, but I'll catch the afternoon games that the Red Sox are on. Amazingly, we have a TV and a rock studio. I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Otani struggled in that game. Like, there were base runners. Yeah, there like, were, he didn't score on them. Yeah, but yeah. Like, he was, yeah. like, it's not like he was, he wasn't bad. He, it's not like he yeah. was, it's, but I'm just simply saying. You, he wasn't super dominant. There's but. no way that's even close to his best stuff ever. <laughs> of his career. And he doesn't guys watch, on, like, he had guys on second times, base. And how many times yeah. does he watch Otani pitch? Like, you do the fucking oh, sure, Red Sox. You, right. you tell me, watch, you watch Angels every night, too? Staying up really? every night to watch those Bullshit, games. right? Yeah. It's fucking incredible. And then the other one this year was, oh, um, That's an amazing. They're playing comment. Toronto, and, and Vlad was up. He's like, you know, it's probably, you know, you probably wouldn't want to have anyone else other than maybe Devers than uh, than Vladimir Guerrero. Like, you fucking, like, why do you have to do that? Devers is fucking awesome, and I love him. Why do you have to make me be like? Yeah, now you're mad at Devers for like, like a couple innings, right? Like, you're like, why are you doing that? Like, right, yeah. that's fucking not right. Why would you say that? It's so fucking dumb, you yeah. know? No, I hear you. So, and it always works in reverse. Like, you think you're mm. fucking, you know, pumping your team up and everyone out there's like, come on, really? No. Like, come on. You know, fuck There's you. just no reason. There's so, just no reason. Anyway. Yeah, um, sorry to go Will's off Will's been tangent. fucking in, in Will form. And then the TV guys are just as ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, who they have doing the game of the night? Like, Maserati or something? It was the oh, most. Oh, Tony Maz is calling games, it, yeah. It was, like, yeah. the most ball-licking, you know, Oh, it it's was interesting it's, because it's, it's Maz hilarious. is not ball licking on really? his show. Oh, because he's on yeah. the hub, right? He's on the hub. Okay, like, so he and Felger are pretty. Right, that's yeah. what I always heard. Right, so so he's just, and I think it's Maz. I might, I might it even is, be no, wrong. it is Maz. You're okay, right, it, it is, is Maz. Maz. I just remembered. Yeah. So there, it was the White Sox series, and it was a like a three one pitch. It was a foot low, mm-hmm. and they called a strike for for Robles. I think was pitching, and like and O'Brien's like, oh, a strike. It's in there for a strike. And X like. Oh my God, that's the worst call I've ever seen. <laughs> that thing's a foot low. Oh, I can't believe he gave that call. And Dave and Maz wouldn't say a fucking word. They couldn't say it. Like they could not say that pitch was low. Neither one of them would fucking say it. And then the next pitch was in the same spot, like a foot low. Mm-hmm. And they actually pitched and he called a strike because he called a strike last time. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? The ball's a foot low. Like what the fuck, right? And it was amazing. Like only Eck. Like Eck was like, "Oh, that's fucking crazy." Is like, Eck still calling a lot of games? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, he's on there the quite a bit. Yeah, yeah he's because he doesn't travel, right? I don't think so. Yeah. No, I think he's just home games, which is the ultimate pimp job. In I the never, world, right? I never expected that he would live in Boston. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah, but he got this job in Nessa quite a long time oh, ago. Oh, yeah, he's been up here forever. And so I, and I, 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 I think, think he traveled at first, though. I think he was yeah. still. Oh, yeah, he was. and I think he kind of mm-hmm. made enough money and yeah. got in, you know, and he's, this it's is great. where he is. It's a great, but, yeah, oh, it's it's a great, great gig. gig and, yeah. Especially not having to go on the road. Are you fucking kidding right. me? It's I don't amazing. know. Maybe his wife's from up here, too. I don't know. Yeah, where he's married. Is he married? I think he is, yeah. Oh, all right. I think so. It's kind of surprising. I know, yeah. I can see Eck being single like his whole life. We're having like seven ex-wives, you know. Eck would be a great, like, he'd have a great 20-year run at like a golf club oh, as a single guy. Oh, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, just like hanging in the corner oh, telling stories. Absolutely. Be unreal. <laughs> be unreal. I think being Eck would be dope no matter what. <laughs> being Eck. Right. What a, that's a great idea. Right, yeah, go ahead. We got to Quickly, I want to do yeah. this. Sorry, sponsors. Uh, check out Main Man Flavors. Go to MainManFlavors.com. We have a code. Enter in Brute 10, and that'll get you 10% off all Main Man Flavor uh, products, including their hot sauces, and uh, now they have uh, relishes uh, and all their different stuff. And you can get gear, too. They have cool T-shirts and stuff like that. All of that on MainManFlavors.com. Two local guys from Millinocket getting it done uh, do a great job. So next time you're looking for some hot sauce, check them out. Most of you, I think, would love the blueberry habanero. It's like easily their most popular thing. It's, it's very good. Super delicious. Yeah, it's and then, very good. If you like hotter hot sauces, 
Uh, Habanero is like, you know, not super hot, but, you know, fairly hot. I think for most people, relatively hot. Mm -hmm. And it's super delicious. So if you like, like, habanero sauces, there ain't right. Is my favorite hot sauce in the world. Uh, I absolutely love it. And it's just uh, super delicious. I have no other way to say it other than that. I think So check them out. I think, like, 20 years ago, habanero would have been like, holy shit, our mouths are burning up. But we're definitely, as a culture, getting yeah, no, that's like more me- used that's to like hot medium. sauce. To me... Yeah. Like I don't like going above the ghost pepper. Like I like There's the ghost no reason pepper, to, man. You'll just melt but that's your as face that's off. as hot as I want to go, and I think that's fairly hot. On that's the... extremely hot. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, so like, <laughs> yeah, that's not fucking around, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I like like I I prefer habanero, but I do have mm-hmm. a ghost pepper sauce at home I really like. So, but I'm not going beyond whatever's right. beyond that. Right, like like the nuclear peppers that no one's ever heard of until some yeah. guy like, like crosses this right, with genetically that and, engineers right. it with like, it's like gasoline. why is it glowing? <laughs> it's like a radioactive pepper. Right. Uh, and then obviously Nosh Kitchen Bar uh, that is on Congress um, in in Portland on the corner of Congress and Oak Street. Great, uh, yeah, sort of like modern cool shit food. Uh, I think you call it pub fair. Yeah, it's yeah. like high it's like, end. It's high end pub. Yeah, fare. it's like high yeah. end burger know. sandwiches, but it's yeah. not a burger. And sa- it's not like you're no, going and you to can like get a burger like and you can get place. entrees and like fancy yeah. salads and shit. So yeah. it's like you know, it's really good. Yeah, it's like, it's like, um, it's like rich guy cash. Yeah, and you can do right. really cool things like here's a cheeseburger and the bun is fried mac and cheese. Right. It's like, yeah. Okay. Crazy shit. Or slab. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, at the slabs restaurant dope too. Yeah. yeah. Check out slabs. But like, here's a cheeseburger and a slab is your bread. Right, which yeah. I don't anyone eats that honestly. My brother did once. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't know how he did it. Uh, he said it was incredible. I bet it was. Yeah, that's like I can't finish a burger and fries at, at Nosh. That's true. Like I can't finish all the fries because it's just too much. Are you guys going down to Fenway this year? I don't know. I don't think so. <sighs> I fucking hope not. Man, I my Kelly's though. The that makes the trip worth it. Yeah, um, and that's kind of it. Yeah, but like yeah. I. You know, great seats. I don't mind. Actually, you're right. Like, but you and I would never fucking stay. We'd stay for like three innings. But like, even eh. just doing the show there yeah, was cool. It was like doing the show there was awesome. Just great seats. It was comfortable. Like when Trout played, I think we stayed to like the fifth. Yeah, but they played the Royals. And he was horrible too. Right, like, did nothing. I've never seen, <laughs> dude. I've still never seen Trout do a fucking thing in my entire life. Like they just played the Angels. He didn't do anything. I know it's crazy. It's incredible. Yeah. So it's weird. Anyway, weird. Um, yeah. Weird. So oh so. I can tell. Can I tell my flying story real quick? Yeah. And then so fuck. no, go right ahead. So this is uh, after I told you it was going to be a breeze. Well, <laughs> it's so hit or miss, right? Because so the woman went down to Georgia, went down to Atlanta back on Spirit, no problem. Mm-hmm. I go to fucking Florida on Spirit. Never flown Spirit. Okay, Manchester to Fort Lauderdale direct. Yep. Awesome. Sweet. That's great. Awesome flight. Right. Was it packed? It was pretty full. Yeah. By the way, 95% of people not wearing masks. Like, no one wears the fucking mask. Well, it's over now, right? Isn't it? Right. The yeah. mandate was ended, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. then you got to, because they always say, well, half of us want to wear the mask. No, they don't. The, no, five, no. literally 5% of you assholes want to wear the right. mask. The rest of us are like, fuck you. So, like, no, like, I'd say one out of every, like, seriously, one out of every 10 people, 20 people right. was wearing a mask on the plane. In the in the airport itself, wherever else we went, so that I thought was interesting. That like people are like, I don't want it, you know, whatever. So the flight from Manchester to Fort Lauderdale is fine, mm-hmm. on time. Got there on time. Everything's cool. My mom lives in Delray Beach, which is like forty miles north of of Orlando. Okay. My mom's old, right? Yep. It's not like the best health. So sure. for the last night we were down there, I got it. Hotel right next to Fort Lauderdale Airport, and they have a shuttle takes you right to the airport and everything. Mm-hmm. Our flight's at like seven in the morning, so we gotta get up early. So I'm like, yeah, sweet, perfect, right? No big deal. I check the internet for my flight status for the next day before I go to bed. I'm impressed. Just randomly, and it's not something I would typically do. Yeah, that's very good. But I don't know why I did it. But I just had like, oh, you had that feeling, son. I'm like, I better check this. Well, I'm also. F- I've traveled, as you know, yeah, a lot yeah. around the world sure. many times. Yeah. Like I know what's waiting for me, right? <laughs> yes. So I know you're well prepared. I know every fuck up is possible and probably likely. So I go on the internet, like I can check my flight says, "Fucking flight doesn't exist. It's not. A, it's nowhere. It's only showing up on Tuesday." Oof. I'm like, I know I booked a Monday mm-hmm. flight. Like I didn't fuck that up. I know that. <laughs> so I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. So I check my email. 
This, mind you, I have a flight at 7 o'clock in the morning this morning. It's like 8.30 at night the night before. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I, a hotel room at like 250 bucks a night. So you're going to check your email for the first time this month? So I can check my email for the first time this month. <laughs> I And I fucking open it. And oh, mind you, no. I don't even have the Google app on my phone. I have to go online and go yep. to Google.com and log in that way because I, I won't even carry the app on my sure. phone. Sure, yeah. I know. So I open I respect it. I open my, I know you I'm do. You drive me crazy, but I respect it. <laughs> so I open my email. It's consistent. And there's a fucking and there's a fucking email from Spirit being like, and it's not like, <laughs> hey, we're really sorry. <laughs> it's like, hey man, guess what? <laughs> we rebooked you on another flight in Miami at six forty. Oh. In Miami is what, forty miles? Forty miles, yeah. dude. Like thirty miles. Thirty sure. miles south mm. of Fort Lauderdale. Sure. So now I'm flying out of fucking Miami. Wow. 20 minutes sooner than I was supposed to fly it out of Fort Lauderdale. Oh. And I got to get my ass down to Miami. Oh, I would be rich shit. So I'm like, fuck you again. And did you write, like, your, I, oh. your rental car? No. Oh, okay. No. No. No, it gets better. <laughs> so, so again, I've traveled many, many, you know, I've traveled probably more than most people have. So I've, I've, I've dealt with this shit before. So, okay, I'm going, and, like, there's no reason to get mad or panic or anything, right? It is what it is. You just got to focus. So mm-hmm. I'm like, honey, I was with my daughter, my six-year-old. I'm like, honey, we got to go down front desk, grab a book a cab for tomorrow morning. She's like, okay, daddy. Like, we have to fly out of Miami now. She's like, what does that mean? I'm like, this means we have to get up at four instead of five, you know? And, like, that's fucking brutal with a six-year-old. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Although she was awesome. Like, my kid was the most amazing kid. Like, didn't bitch once. It was, it was, she was incredible. Anyway. So I go down to the front desk, and I go, yeah, Spirit just fucked me. I need to get to Miami in the morning. I need to book a cab now to pick us up at 5. So there's the yellow cab company down there. Mm-hmm. All super automated, sounds super official. They call. We, they get, take my cell phone number. They book my cab for 5 a.m. I'm in the fucking system, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, right. We'll see. Yeah. So at 4.30 in the morning, so we'll get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning. I'm in the lobby with, with my daughter. Waiting for the cab. And I'm like... I'm going to call the cab company. 4.30, we got half an hour. I'm calling the cab company. Call the cab company. Oh, uh, you know, all automated. Mr. Garidi, we have your reservation for blah, blah, blah. List my phone number. Currently, we have no one assigned to pick you up. <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, it's all automated to tell me you don't have anyone fucking signed? So I'm like, okay, I'll give it 10 minutes. I'm not going to panic yet. Ten minutes later, call. Same thing. Mr. Garidi, currently we have, and then it's like, there's supposed to be a name, right? George. You hear the pause, right? Currently we have no one scheduled (laughs) to pick you up. So I'm like, fuck. Oh, my God. Because once my flight got changed to Miami, I'm like, I know. I'm doing the mental calculation. I'm like, we got 50-50 shot to get to this plane, mm-hmm. actually get on sure. it, and get home tomorrow. Like, I'm. this is a fucking coin flip. Do I... So much shit has to go right. Do I even dare ask if you have Uber on your phone? Of course not. Okay. So, so 445, mm-hmm. or 440 rolls around. I, I, I don't even fuck around. I go to the front desk. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I know you know some shady cab company that fucking services like the people that need shady cab service that will show up immediately. I don't care how much to charge me. I need a guy right fucking now. Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, yeah, okay. I got a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, guy like that. Five minutes later, white Lincoln calls, calls his buddy, calls his brother. <laughs> yeah. Right. Five minutes later, this like white Lincoln town car shows up, but it looks like a shitty, like a grand marquee, like a shitty version of a Lincoln. Oh, so not like, like a, a pimp. Gra- no, like a grand marquee yeah. shows up. It's white. Love it. And it's like blue and white. It has mm-hmm. like some like, like friendly checker cab on the side or something. Yeah. I swear to fucking God, okay? I come out. I'm like, thank you. I, like, tip the kid the front desk, you know, like, 20 bucks. I'm mm-hmm. like, thank you so much. Right? And I know this cab this cab ride's going to cost me 100 bucks easy, right? Mm-hmm. All day. So I'm like, whatever. I don't even Did Yellow it. Cab quote you at all, what theirs would be? Yeah, it was going to be 60 bucks. So I knew this was going to be double. Yep, like, sure. I knew this was going to be at least double. Well, clearly, yes. It was, again, fuck you, Spirit Airlines. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot. You just added $120. Even 60 even actually worked out, but 120 so the cab shows up. I walk out there with my daughter. The guy come, jumps out of the cab. This dude's like 6'4", wearing a fucking white tuxedo oh my God. with a huge purple pimp hat on, <laughs> a purple cummerbund, and a purple bow tie. Huge 6'5", black dude. Nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. But it was like out of a movie. It was like, 
It was like a guy would show up at Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. right? Like, who shows up? It's 4 o'clock in the morning, Dinks. This guy's wearing a white fucking tuxedo with a purple pimp hat, a purple cummerbund, and a purple bow. Was he working bow on that? Bow tie. I don't know. Must have been. I don't know. Like, he must have been, but yeah. why is he dressed like that? Who knows? It's 4 in the morning, right? So I'm like, did you go to a wedding last night? Maybe thing? he gets, like, crazy tips because he drives around yeah, dressed like maybe that. Maybe, or, like, he's known. Maybe that's, like, a no, known Oh, maybe thing. you're right. Yeah, I time. thought maybe he'd been in a wedding. And he then, may like, been, sure. Yeah. Got all smashed at his wedding and then fucking had the night shift, you know? <laughs> Knows, dude. So I'm like, I'm actually happy because I'm like, this is the guy I need. Of course. Like, this is He'll the get guy. You there. I'm like, so I said to him, I'm like, look, we need to be at the Miami airport by 5.30. Can you make that happen? It's like 5.30, no problem. We're going like 100 miles an hour down the fucking highway. <laughs> like everyone else in Florida. <laughs> just, yeah, right, exactly. And, and, we're in the, and we're also in the carpool lane, so we're just going fucking <laughs> flat out. Got us there in like record time. I gave him like a $30, $40 fucking mm-hmm. tip. Cab riding up cost me $125. $125 fucking. So that lo- low cost carrier dollars. is bullshit. Right, because right. it cost me an extra buck twenty-five to get my ass to Miami at four in the fucking morning. That's unbelievable. So we finally get there. And of course, I pay for a direct flight. Right. No, this no. This is not gonna be direct. This is Miami to Orlando. Oh, are you kidding me? And then Orlando to fucking Manchester. And the only reason they canceled our flags was cheap motherfuckers didn't sell it out. Because there were every like there's like six yeah. other people that were supposed to be on our flight on this flight. Uh, all down and there. And that was it. Just six. And I shit you not, because another family that was on this flight the day before was supposed to fly out of Orlando, their fucking line to get through ticketing was four hours long. So they got there two hours before the flight left and fucking got to the ticket counter two hours after their flight left. Oh my they God. stood in line for four fucking hours. What a what a fucking airline. It went apparently went from the door from like the it went from the front, like the desk you check Why in. They, at, oh, that oh, because you they probably had to check in bags, right? Yeah. Oh, the Orlando airport is the worst the thing worst. in the world. So it yeah. went from it went from the ticket counter mm-hmm. where you check in yep. out the fuck like through the snake back and forth fucking snake line. Yep. Out the door, all the way down the end of the terminal. They just have and no you had to stand there for four hours so you didn't get fucked because you missed your flight. They're not going to put you on another one without you know, refund you. If, right. But the line was four hours long. So they were there the next day flying out. They had to book another fucking hotel room. You know, like they just have no, they have no, and you workers. miss and you miss half the day at the they, fucking airport. Yeah. So it's not like you get the extra day of vacation, right? No, it's not vacation. Like at that book, point, at that like, point, you're booking a fucking right. hotel for another three hundred bucks, and you're spending pissed. a bunch of money on dinner right. again. Exactly, and you barely get to the hotel yeah. room, go to bed, come back the next morning. So, what a fucking nightmare. So fuck you, Spirit Airlines. Honestly, That's awful. fuck you. And at least eight people on our flight were like, "I'm never flying this piece of shit airline again." I've never heard anyone say a good thing about. it. Like that is it's, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, I think it's like the most unison in the country is it one thing, but the, the spirits the one yeah, yeah spirits the one yeah because it, it was the I cheapest mean, flight, but it was fucking. I flew, and honestly, the flight down was fine, but the yeah. but the experience on the way back was like I flew. I I have been extraordinarily lucky with with flights. Like I've had stuff delayed before, yeah. and you know sat on the tarmac for a couple hours here and there, but I've never had anything catastrophic in that regards. Like I mean, what you're talking about? That's fucking Titanic. Like, oh, I've never heard. That is unfucking believable Like, you're rebooked in another yeah. airport 30 miles <laughs> no, away. Like, what the fuck? That's insane. But I flew Frontier, which is, like, you pay for everything kind yeah. of thing, and it was perfectly fine. Like, I, I've flown Frontier yeah, before. It's, it's I think, honestly, great. I think if it's fine, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. it's uncomfortable, but it was fine. If it's fine, it's fine. But yeah. if it's bad, it's fucking brutal. And it can be bad for arbitrary reasons. Like, right. the only reason my flight got canceled was because it wasn't full. Right. Like, that's bullshit. That's you know what I mean? That's right. fucking horrible customer service. Like, now I have to go to Miami, take a $120 cab ride to Miami, get up fucking an hour earlier. Well, and, like, and to your point, like, did everyone see that, Matt? Like, you're lucky. No, I like, bet you. You would have, you would have just you sat some, there at the airport mm-hmm. being like, where is our flight? Like, am I in the twilight zone? I bet you some old, like, little old lady or someone like me that mm-hmm. doesn't fucking have their face on their phone 24 hours a day, went to that fucking airport thinking their flight was... And it happens all the time, right. I'm sure. And they were told, no, it got canceled. I can put you on tomorrow's flight. I'd be like, you fucking serious? Right, you got to be sick. And it wasn't canceled for, like, weather or something right. you can't avoid. They're just like, yeah, plane's not full. Just fuck you. Full. Fuck you. Wow. Okay. All right, well, fuck you then, because if you have that little regard for me, then I'm going to go out of my way to, like, 
you know, yeah. besmirch you if I can. Man, that is so fucking crazy. Holy fuck, I was so <laughs> fucking mad. I was so pissed. I thought it would and be then, some like crazy person on your plane. No. <laughs> and then not only that, we're, we're supposed to fly out at 7 in the morning and get home at 11 because there's a direct flight or 10. No, no, with the fucking... Then there was a four-hour layover in Orlando. Got home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Unbelievable. Got up at 4 in the morning. Trailed for 13 hours just to get to, from fucking Florida to fucking Manchester. Ridiculous. 14 Fuck hours. you. Right. Also, why is there a Miami to Orlando flight? I know, seriously. Right? It's like a four-hour drive. I mean, I don't even mind that, but, yeah. but are you really telling me it's more cost-effective for Spirit Airlines to piss off like all the customers that were on that plane and then fly us from fucking Miami to Orlando? It's a great Like, question. that's cheaper? All that ga- Like, that's cheaper somehow? I get it. Like, I, I guess I don't know, man. I like, mean, are they still filling? Like, I, they're still they're still operating. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they're still rocking and rolling. They are, and I think it feels like it takes airlines forever to go under because like you it keep does. getting funding. Yeah, and, you know, you get bailed out. Well, how many and, times can you declare bankruptcy in like a year? Yeah, probably a lot <laughs> if you're fucking like like the big carriers, right? Sure. Although I will say, like as a kid, TWA, Eastern Airlines, mm-hmm. Pan Am, all fucking gone. People's Express. Remember that one? Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. TWA, Eastern, and, yeah. and Pan Am were like three huge. of the biggest airlines on fucking planet Earth, and they're all gone. Yeah, that's true. And North, I mean, Northwest ended up merging with U- TWA, United. right? Yeah, and all and United owned, yeah. now runs all of that. And yeah. then, uh, I mean, US Air. I mean, US Air was bought out by by American Airlines. Oh, they were. That's right. It, it just it's fucking it fucking destroyed the Pittsburgh airport. It's so brutal. Like, how fucking much flying sucks. Because it costs a shitload of money, and it's fuck. Oh, and then I forgot this little nugget. We're going through through fucking... We're going through, we're going through fucking a TSA mm-hmm. in Miami, and apparently I left the Gatorade in my backpack, which, cool. I don't mind them, you know, yeah. like, it could be full of gasoline. You want to sure. fucking check yeah, they're in? doing their job. Right. Absolutely no problem with that. So they take my bag aside, and, like, wait, I look through your bag. I'm like, fine, that's cool, whatever. I'm standing there for like five minutes, you know, and I noticed that like there's all these TSA people around my bag and then they just all leave. Like they go on like a lunch break or something. So there's one guy standing there. He doesn't know my bag's there. Like, can I get my bag? So I'm like, excuse me, sir. And he looks at me. He's the guy like looking at the monitor. Yeah. I'm like, that's my bag. He's like, yeah, we got to check it. I'm like, everybody left, man. Who's going to check it? So he's like, oh, all right. So he checked it. And this is like, again. So he just fucking jams his hand in there. Doesn't even open. I got a fucking axe in there for all he knows. Right. He just stuffs his hand in there. Fucking doesn't even look. Like, feels around for the Gatorade bottle. Yanks it out. Like, throws my bag back at me. I could have had, like, 200 kilos of cocaine in there. <laughs> like a grenade. He never would have fucking known. It was amazing. It's like, really? All right. Like, okay. You can have my Gatorade, though. I tell him, like, you can have that. We had the most thorough lady coming back from key west oh that's awful four out three out of four of us had like all of our bags checked oh, she's taking forever to go through like individually go. Yeah. you know one time jess and i were dri- flying back from like north carolina or something our daughter was like one or two so we had a diaper bag with us mm. you fucking bitch went through like she she threw out our fucking baby powder like she was like going through like each really? item in the baby bag baby I'm powder like, i'm like you're really making us throw a fucking baby powder like you fucking bitch was it anthrax? No. I mean, obviously it's cocaine, but yeah. still, I mean, it's just fucking amazing. Anyway, so that's my flying story. That's crazy. For this week, it sucked. Who won the Miami Grand Prix? By the way, I missed it. I didn't get to see it. Verstappen. Oh, they, they went like I saw. It was it was Red Bull, Ferrari, Ferrari, Red Bull. That's exactly what it happened. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a great race. I feel like this year is kind of boring because like those two teams are so much better than everybody else. They are absolutely dominating. I think, which is funny because the entire hope of the next gen car was that everyone would be much more even because yeah. the funding's a lot better. And, and well, then, you know what I didn't notice either. This the mid pack is great, but the problem yeah. is these two teams just were like fuck everyone else. We're way better. Oh, the way better. Yeah. And what I didn't notice is that a couple of like the, the the more marginal teams all got bought by. So now there's two Mercedes. Well, they're not bought, but um, so because like Red Bull has two teams because they have the what the other one's called, uh, but they've Tor- had that for Toro Rosso, which is now right. AlfaTauri, which is the right, but that's which still is the, the Red Bull uh, B team. clothing brand, right? Which and, is, and it's the, essentially yeah. their B team. Mercedes yeah. has a B team now. Who Haas? They bought Haas. Someone's it's either Ferrari or someone. Haas, someone is funding Haas. It's either Mercedes 
or Ferrari no. or some Haas is now part of. Well, I know Haas uses Ferrari engines. Yeah, but now they're listed as like Haas Ferrari or Haas. Oh, I can't okay. remember what. Oh, I didn't read that. I didn't read yeah, about that. No, I, well, I was wondering where they're going to get their funding, considering they right, cut, off the, keeps cut telling off the Russian they, money. Well, they keep, they're, they're always dying for money, right? Because yeah. their previous sponsor pulled the plug on them, right. too. And Formula One doesn't want, to, doesn't want them to fold because they're the American team. Right. So they're trying to keep an American team I'm in tra- there. But. I'm trying to uh, – because it, it surprised me, and I wanted to ask you about it, because there were two teams that were standalone teams that are now – I think the B team of one of the more established, mm. um, one of the more established. Oh, cars. sorry, I don't know that. I, I uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. I just noticed it. I, I don't know if it just happened because I didn't see it listed like that. Because sometimes they list that because of uh, <laughs> so the engine maker they they use. Okay. Let's see. But, Constructors Cup. Let's well, see. Ferrari does have. I mean, Ferrari uh, Alpha uh, Alpha Romeo is basically the Ferrari B team. I think that's how that was listed, and then Haas was listed like Haas. Mm, okay, because Haas Mercedes, or because you're right. I mean, essentially, so there was this old. Or no, Williams Mercedes. I think. I think Williams is now the Mercedes B team. Well, Williams is owned by an American conglomerate, basically now, like an Amer- just some American conglomerate bought them, and they use Mercedes engines. Okay, because so they were listed as they were listed as. Um, so they might just be listing it as the engine maker. But they never used to do that. Like when when Red Bull no, was they running Honda, yeah. they weren't like Red Bull Honda. Uh, they were actually technically. Oh, were they? Really? Yeah, they would have Red oh. Bull Honda. Yeah, I never saw them listed as Red yeah. Bull Honda. Yeah, they actually. I think they. I'm pretty sure they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so then that would be consistent. Yeah. Then I but, never noticed. That. To your point, Red Bull definitely has that, and Ferrari does have a relationship with Alfa Romeo because they've a lot of their. Because I think Mick Schumacher is a, a Ferrari junior driver, and so they that. Um, oh, but he's not. He's at Haas. I'm an idiot. That's what I'm saying. I think it was um, Haas Ferrari, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it might be now. It I could think be. it was Haas Ferrari. I'm almost positive. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to find money somewhere next year because right. they don't. Well, have that's funding. why it didn't surprise yeah. me with them. But then someone, I think it was Williams or someone like that, was listed. Mm. Yeah, like slash Mercedes. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, but I'll have to look into that. I thought I would uh, ask you about it. Yeah, the um, it was cool. the The track was cool. Like it was definitely I love Miami. The, like, massive they straightaway. Absolutely race that at night. They should oh, yeah, put lights around it and yeah. just have it be a night. And I know that, like, <laughs> it's funny, like, Billy Corbin had some good articles about, like, is you that know, track- the politics going through well, Miami. Well, sure, that's crazy. Is. Just a is that track there. permanent, though? So it's Because I've been to that stadium. I, track- I know that track is new, but where the fuck do you park now? The track is permanent. The walls aren't. So, okay, so that track is in what the old parking lot yeah, used to be. So it'll just be a that it'll be a true street. Oh, so they'll just forward. they'll take the walls down. Yep, they'll take the walls and, down and, and reestablish parking. Yes. Oh, yep. okay. So when you go so there, you're like, like, you'll, see, the you'll probably you like when you're going to park there, you'll like see like where like the right, road, like, you'll yeah, be on some of the right, road, the yeah. circuit, yeah, yeah. Because I was wondering about that too, but you see the circuit, it literally goes through the parking lot, so they have. Yeah, to. it's basically the yeah. parking lot. I went to an F1 race when I was a little kid at the Meadowlands. Oh, that's cool. And they did that. It was because the Meadowlands is huge complex, massive parking lot, so they. The circuit was all through mm-hmm. the parking lots. That's really cool. Yeah. It was no, they, they were saying the one in Vegas, like the Caesars Palace one, was like one of the worst races of all time. Oh, really? It was Why? Like just, just in the Caesars parking lot, it had like no, it was super boring race. It was like race. a circle. <laughs> right. <laughs> like <laughs> no, like it was just no, like no character whatsoever. Yeah. So, but there's Vegas is getting a race next year. There's going to be three American races. Because I was wondering if they're going to get rid of Austin, but. I mean, Austin had four hundred thousand people at it last year. How can you say no to that? I know. Well, I guess the Miami one fucking crushed. Oh, it, it's, over the it was incredible. Yeah, that's why I, I think like crowds. you have that at night, man. That yeah. is so. Insane. I agree. I got to see. Like, I got to see like the first few laps. I actually watched almost all of qualifying. Qualifying was actually only probably, an hour. Qualifying was probably more entertaining. Yeah, it's only an hour long. I love too. qualifying. Yeah, it's fun. So I watched almost yeah. all of that, but I didn't get a chance to watch much of the race. No, and that's actually I hate I hate races in the Western Hemisphere because I love when they're in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's cool. And yeah. when they're in fucked up places and there's missiles going off in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's just so easy to watch them, too, at like <laughs> 8 in the morning compared to, you know. Although it was a much more robust, um, like, production and broadcast, though, on this one. Sure. Like, one of the things that sucks about, or one of the things not as cool about watching like, the Saudi one, it's like clearly like the most stripped down, low budget. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, like presentation <laughs> they could possibly be. <laughs> it's like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Phil Mickelson was right. We're scared. <laughs> oh, have you watched uh, the latest episodes of Ozark yet? 
So we watched. Uh, I've only seen the first one where the first of the new first the of the first of the, first of the new seven. Yeah, the last seven. Okay, first yeah. of the so last seven. Okay, the one where um, she just straight up shoots the guy at the end. It's great. fucking dope. Yeah, and the, Javi. Yeah, the yeah. whole time you're like, just do it. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I'm glad I don't feel yeah. like psycho for that because no. like the whole time, like Ruth, you have to kill this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, do this. Like, it's never gonna end. No, just do right. it. Right, and he'll try to find you. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like, kill or be killed. Right, and I love that. And it was so great because it really showed the true colors of the of the birds too. Because you have oh yeah, this fucking what's her name being the most yeah. heinous human being alive. Wendy. Wendy. And Wendy then, is. And then Marty's bulls like still yeah. trying to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I know. She, shut the fuck right. up. Like, like she wasn't wrong in that conversation they had afterwards, where she's calling him like mm-hmm. basically naive and stupid and fucking- a pussy. She's 100 percent right. But she is the worst person to ever live, maybe. Who, Wendy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine if Wendy yeah. were an oligarch or something, or yes. was like a prince, a princess no, or a queen. Like, well, she's willing to sacrifice her family for her. Her kids in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She'd have her kids killed for her. In a heartbeat. Yeah. She had her brother basically oh, killed she did. for her. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Tried no, like, no way she even tried to hide it. But you know, what's, <laughs> you know what I like about the show more and more is that I feel like it, it went through its, like, okay, like, that's when they were putting out. Life changing fires every half an yeah. hour for like a season and a half. Mm-hmm. Like the show was still awesome. It was like starting to get a little goofy. Right. Even when like when the baby became a big story. Yeah, like that like, was goofy. Like no one shit. cares. It's like this is no one really cares about that. Yeah. But this this whole new thing of like how you accumulate power. Mm-hmm. Like the birds have never made anything, provide any service to anyone, and are like building this political powerhouse of influence and money. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible, like I like how they show that, right? Because like we live in such a corrupted age of yeah. money and politics, right? It's probably always been this way, but it seems exacerbated at the moment. Um, it was cool to like see how this fucked up shit comes to be. Like they don't do anything. No, they just network and have yeah. some money and get people to give them yeah. more for no reason. Right? Like, they're just it's ma- incredible. They're just manipulative. Yeah, they're just horrible. Yeah. Like they just. Like their their entire enterprise is advancing themselves. Exactly. Like, yeah. They don't they right. don't produce anything. Mm-hmm. They don't really provide anything. Right. You know, outside of Marty cooking books. Well, I love when I, uh, what, what the fuck is her name? What is she, the Ruth? Ruth. Yes, yeah. I love when she brings up the fact that it's like Marty. It's like you pretend to say it's about your family. Right. Meanwhile, you get your kids into the drug game. Right. Exactly. It's like fuck you. Right. Like your kids are gonna die if it goes wrong. <laughs> right. like, there's no yeah. doubt about that. You know? like, like way to protect your family. Right. Plus, like you're proud of your kid that he's like laundering money already. Right. You want to protect your family. You should have taken a bullet years ago. I'm not giving anything away, but like there's a scene a couple mm. episodes later where like Marty goes to see his son at the motel. Oh yeah. And he's like, and he's just trying to be a dad, you know. And he does. I mean, you know, he, he has his moments, and he loves his kid. Like sure. he truly does. I, mean, love I love that. Unlike Wendy, he truly yeah. loves his I, children. I love yeah. that Marty gets excited. That the kid is starting to launder well, right. money. So, oh, he loves it, right? So, there's a scene. You know how he moves to the hotel. Yep. So he's visiting him there, and uh, he's just asking if he needs anything. He's like, "You need food or whatever." He's like, you "Need money?" He's like, "Nah, you don't need money, do you?" <laughs> like he's all like super <laughs> proud of him because he knows his kid's got like 300 G's of stolen like e coins fucking somewhere. You know, right. it's like you don't need any money, do you? <laughs> like awesome. It's so fucking funny. Oh, uh, you did his did did dad proud. Did dad no so I, I we think bu- I'm like halfway through the second Oh, half. I was wondering if you had finished. No, I, so yet. we just started that because we just finished Severance. How fucking dope is Severance? Severance is the darkest shit in the world, man. Is really good. Yeah. Is seven Severance is really well made. Um I'm dying to see where it goes. The humor is awesome. The like just that darkness of it is great. The fucking writing is awesome. Like, and Adam Scott's awesome. a really good actor. He's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, everyone. Yeah. I, in love is great, but, I love them. I love them. Parks and Rec too. Yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. really good. He's, he's a really kind of. He does like play perfect. That, he plays that character well. Yeah, because you know, yeah. he's kind of like that in mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. Yeah, too. it's it's a fucking really cool. I had no idea what that show was How about. Dark and it it's just so fucking dark. And when when she is when she fucking wakes up and she's the fucking daughter, you're like, holy. Fuck, of course she is. Yeah, right. She's sadistic, fucking psycho, like uh, outer person. <laughs> Meanwhile, her in, in, her in, in what, what the way I look at it, the way I perceived it was that, especially for her, like her inny is like the rebellious teenager that says like fuck my family, right. fuck this, like yeah. this is wrong. Like she knows, she knows what's wrong. Like it feels like the inner people are like 
your like sane, like your best version, right? Your best yeah. version of you or something. So yeah. yeah, I thought it was really cool, man. It was just a really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, because she show. ends up with the founder's daughter. Right? Yeah, she's the founder's daughter. Yeah. She's a, which I thought it was super unclear. I had to watch it like four times <clears throat> to figure out what the fuck was oh, going yeah, on. Oh yeah, when they because they yeah because uh, they said you know when Miss Egan or whatever, when they show like the that. they show the house and all that fucking weird. Oh, shit. that like, right. how fucking weird is that? Everything is like the perpetuity wing and yeah. just, like everything's insane. You know, it is. It's crazy. And then we still don't know what they make or what they do right no it's like this crazy cult right yeah. this crazy cult so before we kind of knew well i don't know like it's weird it's just like do they do anything yeah so like, like there's scary numbers like because there are times it? where i'm like cl- well, clearly they don't do anything but then other times like but they want us to think they don't do anything well they must do something how, yeah. do, they, how do they exist i know, <laughs> right? I know. I mean, so abby's theory is that uh, severance is being essentially it's like a government funded thing and when you go down there like all it's all psychological tests to see like what the future of severance can be as like a weapon yeah I think that's probably pretty legit like I, I've always felt yeah. like it was either either like a government thing or yeah. some big or private organization yeah, or big scary yeah. company that's doing shady like work for the government or something you know <laughs> but the whole like or the- like any arms like any like if you're if you're like if you make like rifles mm-hmm. or, or let's say you make like 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 boeing or, or, or whatever you make like the stealth bomb or something yeah. you're probably working on some other fucked up shit too right like oh absolutely like if you're a weapon systems manufacturer like of course you know yeah, so, yeah. Of so, course. so I mean, it's either there's like always a, black projects. It's either like Halliburton yeah. mm-hmm. or it's like the CIA or something. Right? right? No, that's yeah, and I think yeah. that's that that's a pretty interesting way that this show can. go. I hope it's like ten seasons and it's always awesome. And like we never really find out what the fuck. That's okay. Going. Yeah, like I feel like see my first thoughts are, are shows like that, like Lost, totally ran out of ideas yeah, and just kept trying to make it a big, a, too big of a show. It well, was stupid. I thought they'd go a little further with the guy that. His buddy, mm-hmm. but they kill him off, right? He ends up dying. Which guy? The guy that's like living in his house, Dougie. The guy's yeah, like yeah. So he's like living in his. Made the, the guy they know they kill him off quickly. Yeah, but dies. we don't really know that much about the doctor who's who is like the rogue doctor. We don't know much. Oh, that's about. True, the rogue scientist who kills the the security guard. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see, man. It's it's really cool. I, the <laughs> like the, James Woods. The episode is it, where is it James Woods, the old guy. Uh, uh, John Turturro. No, Turturro is buddy. His buddy, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. So good. Man. He's so good in this. It's like they're having this like weird. Yeah, he's so perfect for that show. Yeah, too. and they're like weird. They like love each other, yeah. but it's platonic, but not, and you can't really understand what the fuck is right. going on. Mark, I agree. We should go try to find the baby goat together. <laughs> like some fucked up painting. They're both like obsessed with. Yeah, and, yeah. Like what? Well, the, the whole like fuck? The, what the what impresses me the most about the writing is they created a they created a doctrine they created a like a they created a cult with writing right like they have all of these oh, like, like all the lo- decrees like slogans and, right and and, and, yeah. and then on top of that they did an entire episode where they wrote a fucking self-help book that's hilarious oh right the, like all guy, the shit they're reading like in the voiceover funny. is so funny that guy's funny that his <laughs> What's his sister's husband, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the softest Holy human fuck, ever. fuck, he's so the funny. The best guy ever, man. He's so funny. So funny. Oh, my God, he's so funny. The, yeah, so. It just makes, and it's great because they just totally make fun of that culture. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they absolutely crush but, it. It's hilarious. But, like, I love at the end, they're they're all like, oh, man. Like, all the innies are like, this is so motivating. I know. <laughs> I love it. I did tell Abby the most unrealistic part of the whole show was Dylan, the little chubby dude. Being able to hold those two things for that oh, long. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think Severance is more realistic than him doing that. <laughs> but no, dude, great show. Good call. Really good. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I didn't know. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, for, no. For I figured while, it'd be pretty but... cool with Adam Scott. Like, because, you know, I typically yeah. think he's probably picking good projects. But then I didn't. Like, Ben Stiller directed half the show. And it's kind of interesting. Speaking of which, I finally <laughs> finished uh, The Girl Across the Street. Yeah. Like. It got too dumb. It got too dumb. Like, it was funny, and then it got too stupid. But, like, the little girl ends up being the killer. Oh, God, I love that. It's so, I that was so funny. I mean, it was funny, but it was dumb. Like, it was so... Well, sure. You know, like, yeah, with Farrell, Will Ferrell's shit, like, it does, it it does, does typically ride that go a little fine far. line yeah. between really funny and then just kind of gets stupid. 
I thought it crossed over he, and like he may have done that. Like it, it got stupid at the end. I think that's fair you know? criticism. Like I thought that was dumb. Yeah, I, I really think that's did. fair criticism. Like it would have been cool. Like they could have done a, a million things, but yeah. for her to just be like a cold blooded murderer, like like that's just I don't know. Like, it's yeah. kind of dumb, you know. No, I mean it was it was dumb. He would yeah. tell you it's dumb. Yeah. Like so, it's, I think it's exactly what it's, yeah. you know some people it's like, like what's ridi- it was ridiculous. It well, was like, absolutely because it was like it was per- paritic. Like within like the normal realms mm-hmm. of being a parody, but yeah. then like that took it to like a whole new. <laughs> like it almost felt like I wasted my time when it got to that. Level. I kind of was I mean? like, I kind of was like, of course it's her. <laughs> you know, like well, it yeah, did. no. Once it, it, it was once because there's no one left. Right. First off, once once it becomes clear yeah. it's her, I'm like, oh, of course. But like, I like like th- she could be funny and still be like at least somewhat believable right. like this was just like all right my favorite like she kills her pregnant mother are you fucking <laughs> kidding me like <laughs> i love that part that was so funny <laughs> probably because i don't have kids and, like, so i find and, like lets her drown like just like yeah. just stands or watches her drown like really <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> it's so dark as fuck man i know all the death scenes are super dark they are and again i thought it was like pretty funny and, and honestly that's kind of funny but i thought that was the least funny part of the whole thing like, I feel like the punchline was the worst part of it. Yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Like, it was always sure. really pretty funny, then, yeah, the, then the punchline kind of sucked. That's fair. That's, that's how I felt yeah. anyway. Sure. But... Sure. I still... Th- it was still... <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, the funniest... Honestly, I love the, that that guy... To me... The, I love that the stripper, the male stripper, gets arrested, and, like, you never hear from him again. Yeah, right. It's over. <laughs> the funniest part for me, honestly, in that whole show was how the girl dies. Yeah, from the serial because, killer, like, yeah. Like I said, when I first started watching it's the most unrealistic thing. Right, like in the as a of the parent, world. you yeah. hate that shit. Like you mm-hmm. can't watch that stuff, right? Right. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's fucking Like dead. how are they gonna do it? Like when they first like the movie show first starts, it, and it gets like more absurd as time goes on, right? Like there's like a crescendo of absurdity yes. to it. Yes. So at first not that absurd. So like her being dead is like a little bit like, eh, kinda eh, I'd rather not watch this. But then you get to the scene where they explain how she dies, and it's the funniest fucking thing in the world, man. Like it's ridiculous. Like and that's so you know to me that was the the, the single funniest moment mm-hmm. of that fucking show was when he brings her into the fucking room of the serial killer. First of all, you're like, oh, he's really gonna bring her into the room. Of well, serial-. as soon as he did, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is how she Here dies. Here you go. I mean, to me, it saved the show because I agree that yeah. was the first time where you're like, oh, okay, the first time you pissed your pants laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, here's like, oh, the payoff. I, right. right, I get it now. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he actually leaves the room and then the mm. fucking door gets right. locked. <laughs> you know. And then, like, three episodes later, you realize that guy's still working on fu- the fucking fixing the mailbox. Show. Yeah, like, right. What is this yeah, show? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> right, exactly. So. so, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was perfect at, by any means. I, I did enjoy watching it, though. I but, liked yeah, it, I mean, too. I just thought the You are right suck. there. Will Ferrell does kind of have his own way. It's, you know, same kind of with Adam Sandler sometimes. Well, there's, like, a get, fine yeah, line. Yeah, fine line, yeah. sure. Because, like, yeah. like, Ferrell's movies are great because they cut the fine line shit out. Mm-hmm. Like like Zoolander, one of the funniest movies ever. I'm sure there's hours of film that they oh, didn't God. put in because he went too nuts with it. Of course. It, you know I mean, sure. Well, they don't forget. I mean, they basically, there's two there's two Anchorman, and I don't even mean Anchorman Part 2. When the first Anchorman came out, there was a whole second movie they shot. Oh, really? It's called Wake Up, Ron Burgundy, and it's about it's more about, like, the zoo. And there's a scene where... Oh, there's like an actual movie. Yes, yeah, I actually saw it before the first Anchorman. It was super wow. weird. Yeah, so I've never even heard of this. The dude who plays Champ, it's like mind changing. Yeah, the like, dude who plays Champ Kind has yeah. this one scene where the four of them are in their car, and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's because I love you, Ron." And for, like for five fucking minutes, he's just trying to make all those guys laugh. Like you can tell, he's like, "No, I mean like I fucking love you. Like I really, I want to be with you." Like it's just, and like Will Ferrell's like, "Okay." All right, it's amazing scene. Like you can tell, they're just it total like it like that movie that is a lot more improv, like yeah. a lot more ad-lib. yeah, a lot of ad lib. Yeah, so it's well, I think good. it's almost all ad lib. I just think they mm. you know you can edit right? sure because like his old shit on SNL was like half the time was super funny, mm-hmm. and like half the time you're like all right, you know, and you still admire sure. him for like trying, you know, yeah, like yeah. and a lot of comedians are that way. Yeah, but, but he's pretty polarizing to your point. There's yeah. a lot of people that just can't stand the guy. I I think he's fucking hilarious. Like, have you ever seen his um? His um, like his character in in old school is one of the funniest. Oh things. no question. Yeah. Have you ever seen his uh, his like audition tape for SNL? I haven't. No, is it really so or he, crazy? It's fucking hilarious. So he, like pretends to be a kitten playing with a fucking ball of yarn. <laughs> That's very uh, and it's incredible. Like it's fucking hilarious. It's very you know? Michael Richards He's doing like yeah. the the fucking you know mm-hmm. like yeah. And he did he did some other shit too that was hilarious, but. 
Like that was like the funniest thing he did. He's a fucking cat doing the ball. That's really yard. funny. Yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, like you said though, and then he's done like some serious movies and shit too. Which yeah. I don't think I've seen any of. But it's like when Adam Sandler tries to do a serious movie. And actually, one of my saw was pretty good. Did you see the Jewel movie? Yeah. Well, the one where uh, he's a, a jeweler or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I made it. Don't look Kevin Garnett. I, I need to try that again. I. It sucks. But it's super, I tried 20 you know minutes what, in, and I just couldn't stand his accent. You know what man. the problem crazy. You know what the problem with that movie is? It's like, I think being around people that like that, that he's mm-hmm. portraying, is just hard. Like, I've, you ever been to, like, New York, the Diamond District no. and stuff? Okay, so that's, like, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, all these people are, like, quadruple A, like, loud as fuck, like, on the hustle 24-7, you know, like, ultra-materialistic. Like, that's mm-hmm. just how it is. So the intensity of the movie, I thought, was draining. Like, mm-hmm. his character and, like, the people he hangs out with and shit, like, it's just so fucking unrelenting. It was fucking draining, almost. Like, it's not. there's no fun character in that movie that you're like, oh, that person's awesome. Because right. even, even KG's, like, a complete asshole in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, they take his ring or something and... Mm-hmm. I don't know, they lose it, or they... I, I can't remember the, the exact plot line, but, like, even KG's, like, ultra-aggressive, like, asshole, type A, fuckface. Like, it's just kind of a... I haven't been in New York a long time, and, like, sometimes you forget what it's like down there. I'm not saying that movie's, like, perfect in any way, but it definitely gave you a sense of, like... Well, it got good reviews. I mean, how I think it was, fucked up. It was pretty know. critically acclaimed. Yeah, like, yeah. the lifestyle is so mm-hmm. fucking crazy, yeah. and, and it's that like competitive and aggressive and in some ways violent and dangerous yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. I was just not in the mood to handle that accent at the time. And it's I not a like, fun movie. Like boring. you gotta be right, in the yeah. right frame of mind to watch exactly, that movie. It wasn't exactly like an entertainment value. Like, <laughs> Ooh, right. It's not like a fun movie at all. It's yeah. like I'm gonna grit my teeth sure. and kinda get through this fucking thing. Yeah. You know? So anyway. Sandler's had quite a career though. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mostly mostly pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's jeez. Yeah. Making hundreds of millions of dollars with his buddies. I know. And he was like loyal to all his friends. It was yeah. really cool. You yeah. Know? Like all the same fucking bit role actors are in all the movies. Yep. Which is so cool. Right. No, yeah. Not even like the not even like the comedian friends, but like you're talking about the guys who did the, you know, like the coaches and the oh, yeah, gay couple from Big Daddy. Yeah. Like all those dudes who've been in Right, like you go down, like you find those guys on IMDb, and it's every Adam Sandler movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> they have no acting career outside right, of it. Yeah. They probably made millions. Right, of other than the guy who, who other than well, those Buscemi. Guys, they, did, they made Grandma's Boy. <laughs> those guys. Oh yeah, but like Buscemi. Oh, Buscemi, sure. You know, there's, Spain, there's some guys who've gotten sure, big, but, but yeah. I mean, all like the guy that's play, like, um, he plays like the cross-eyed guy. He's got the nail in his forehead. What movie is that? Might be Mr. Deeds. I can't remember, but. He's like a I know bulge, who you're talking. Yeah, he's got like a bulgy eye. He's got like yeah. a raspy voice. Yes. He's always yeah. playing some fucking yeah. ghoul or something. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in every one of his movies. I have mm-hmm. no idea who he is, but he's a millionaire, right? You know. Well, it's like, like the two guys who, like I said, like the gay couple, the lawyers in Big Daddy. Right. Like those yeah. two dudes are they're all they both star in the Grandma's Boy movie, and then you know the, he's the the one of them's the limo driver in in Wedding Singer. Like they're in all those movies. Yeah, that just, guy's awesome. Yeah, he's hilarious. That guy's fucking funny as shit. Grandma's Boy is a very underrated movie. It's I don't think I've su- seen. I don't think I've seen Grandma's Super Boy. stupid, but super funny. Really? Like, I don't think just I've seen that one. Slapstick funny. I watched. Uh, I had Izzy watch Wedding Singer last summer with me. Oh, nice. She fucking loved it. That's a great movie. Yeah, she loved it. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. <laughs> and she's young enough where she doesn't get all like the the mm. like the like the sex stuff oh, or whatever course. or anything yeah. like that, okay. but. Yeah, but she she loves the movies. It's, awesome. it's a great flick, man. Like she's just starting to get old enough to like watch movies I can deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although oh, I ha- right. although I have watched Enchanted like four nights in a row. Oof, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's that the girl from Sunshine Cleaning. Sunshine Cleaning. You ever seen that movie? I don't think so. You've never seen Sun? Really? I'm Sunshine? shocked you haven't seen that. That's like something I thought you would have seen. She's that redheaded girl that's in everything. Oh, um, Emma Stone. No, no. Oh. I thought you were going to say Emma Watson. No, Emma Stone. Is she in... Yeah, she's in a ton of stuff. But, wait. Uh, no. Enchanted. Wait, Is I Enchanted thought that was, I thought that was Emma Watson. That's not Emma Stone? That's that's Emma... That's Emma Stone. Oh, no, not her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Enchanted old? Oh, it's oh, it's old. I thought it was, like, new. Oh, Amy Adams. Yeah. Amy, yeah. 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 
Yes. So Sunshine Cleaning's unreal. I can't believe you haven't seen it. You would fucking love that. Movie. I don't think I have. Yeah. I only I'll need to watch that. So the premise is like she's a broke single mom and she starts um she starts a cleaning service cleaning up murder scenes. Oh. And like doesn't know anything about it and shit. She's like unlicensed for a while and like <laughs> has to figure that out. Dude, I don't think I've ever heard of Dude, this. Dude, it's really good. I need to watch this. You would love that movie. This sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really good. That's really good. Yeah, I'll have to, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen that. It's one you would that's a wheelhouse for you. You'd love that movie. I know someone who like ha, he was he did a, a company like that. They cleaned up they oh, cleaned like up police scenes. scenes and yeah. he's or no, I think he was he would clean they cleaned up uh like professional they were professional cleaners, whatever. They had this cleaning company and then I think his buddy was offered it by the cops and he was like, I can't do that. So I think <laughs> yeah. in the movie she just starts a regular cleaning company mm-hmm. and then gets a call for a murder scene, gets paid yep. so much money, and right. they don't realize she's not like you need like a special license. Oh, okay. Yeah. So apparently, like, so I'm not ruining anything, but like early in the movie, like she throws like all the waste in like a dumpster. It's like, <laughs> it's like human blood. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be that. Would, that would have to be just get to you, like just. I can't imagine. That's yeah, fucking so brutal. Fucking it's the grossest job sure. of all time, man. Yeah. Like I thought. Like I couldn't do like cleaning toilets, like like I I don't do well with gross. Yeah, I just hate gross. That might be the grossest thing. <laughs> like, is there anything grosser? All right, no. What about cleaning the toilets at, like Grand Central Station? Like who think? Like what about that job? So I was reading Anthony Bourdain's book last night, <laughs> and he was talking about the night porter job, and the night porter comes in when after you clean, Ugh. so they clean up everything else. And he was just explaining it. What, as, like, like, like used condoms? Or? Right, like just sounds so disgusting. Like taking all the trash out, cleaning the bathrooms, cleaning all the like the kitchen. Like you said, the blood from whoever got cut. Like washing the floors, taking out all the uh, like rotting food. And I just thought to myself, that is a top five worst job of all time. Fucking worst job in the world. And then you just brought up quite possibly the worst job of all time. What the murder cleanup scene? No, or the cleaning up. Grand However, what, what if you stay on it like every half hour? Like, because those, like at the airport, those are always getting cleaned. Yet, <laughs> I know, I know, but I've been at worse. Dude, I, so again, my daughter, but she, I mean, we were in the. Honestly, you know what? The the worst bathroom I've been to is our fucking dorm in college. It was so disgusting. Oh, yeah, that's that's oh. that's brutal. But you're also twenty, right? That's so. true. But my daughter, I need to go to the bathroom in the airport and. She's like, Daddy. She's like, she finally went. Like, mm. I was like, why are you in there so long? She's like, well, like, four of them were full of poop. Two of them Ugh. were, like, you know, covered in pee. and Gross. It's like, really? That's the girls' bathroom, too. I know. <laughs> like, how bad is the men's bathroom? <laughs> exactly. It's a fucking girls' room. That is so fucking foul. Fucking All right, of... I take back everything I said. When you used to be able to smoke in bed, like, well. Mm. I used to. Actually, no, I used to rip butts in the what, casino casino bathroom. When I used to time. smoke a long yeah. time ago, if I was in an airport, even after they banned smoking, I'd go in the bathroom and smoke. <laughs> like I'd go in a stall and smoke, mm. right? And that's when I was much younger. Yeah, I wasn't worried about getting arrested. And now I would never do that. Now I don't right, smoke anymore, but I would never do that now. Uh, but I remember doing that back in the day, like going in there, and like it would save you from the rotting shit smell, you know. It's like the one place it's like in the high world, school. Like you're it's the, like the one place I'd in the world. I always end up going to the bathroom after some dude just ripped oh, a butt right. in high school. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, yeah. But that's the only place in the world where like, someone's ripping a butt. I'm not going to be like like annoyed by it. I'm like, yeah, you, you go ahead. Right, like you understand yeah. why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. like cover up that, mm, that the stench. That fucking like foreign shit smell <laughs> of someone I don't know. Like, Yes, and probably like multiple. Oh yeah, yeah, shit on top of shit mm-hmm. on top of shit. Oh, so gross. Yeah, so gross. Yeah. So anyway, don't mean to. That do- is true. I do try to always avoid using public restrooms, but sometimes it happens. Yeah, you just gotta know where to go. Mm-hmm. The, there is no good place in the airport, though, no, unless you no. have like a sky lounge or like you were traveling first class. That oh, is, there you go. That is the number one thing when I used to fly business class for work all the time. Sky lounge. The number one thing about flying business class you get to go to the lounges mm-hmm. and they have real bathrooms <laughs> they do and like real seats sure and like you can get real food it's definitely a classist deal where like you have one experience if you're not in business class and you have a totally different experience <laughs> if, you're, if you're in business class and then you go private jet which is yeah a whole nother oh, of course right of course but yeah taking it down but like the like the sky lounge mm-hmm. is much different than like gate 48 
It is such a classic system in the airport. It is amazing. Oh, it's yeah. fucking brutal, it you know. Funny. And I've ninety five percent of my life been in the lower class, of course. You know, at the airport. So, and I've been on the business class enough to know what I'm missing too. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so expensive too. Like, oh, it's ridiculous. Right, yeah, yeah like, it's totally ridiculous. It's obscenely expensive. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but. So. All right, let's go home. Let's do it. Good to talk, everybody. Yeah. Thanks yeah. to uh, Maddie and the boys at Nosh and Benny and the boys at Main Man Flavors. Code word? Oh, uh, Brute 10. Brute, Brute 10 for your 10%, 10 discount off all Main Man Flavor items. 10. Maybe next time uh, we get together, we can talk about our newly foreign Ministry of Truth. Oh, yes. That's a good topic. Yes. It's so insane, but a good topic. It is, so absolutely. I thought that might be fun. But that anyway. would be. All right. We'll hit it up. We are out of here. Have a great week, everybody. See you, folks. See you.